Let's go talk to one of the best college football insiders in the business, Tom Luganbill, ESPN. Also, you hear him on uh, Sirius. He's standing by on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Huge, how you doing, man? I hope you're well. Yeah, uh, my last two years with Michigan has been almost surreal across yeah. this state. You know, uh, they beat Ohio State at home last year, crushed Iowa. You know, they got hammered by Georgia, but they made it uh, to two places they've never been. Well, three places they've never been before with Harbaugh, beating Ohio State, Big Ten title game and championship, and then uh, to Georgia. And then I'm like, okay, schedule back in the summer. Hey, they could be 11-0 going to Ohio State, but, man, Buckeyes are loaded. Uh, they turn around and put together a 12-0 regular season. Uh, second half play has been phenomenal, how they wore down teams and buried them in the second halves, especially uh, fourth quarters. And here they are, the number two overall seed uh, in the college football playoff. Amazing season. It's been an amazing season. And I think the number one thing, maybe most importantly, that it reflects is how they have recruited and the caliber that they've recruited in terms of overall depth. And so, you know, you kind of expect a significant drop-off when you, you lose an Ojabo or you lose a Hutchinson. And next thing you know, the next man up, and it's not quite the same production, or maybe you're not quite as, as talented uh, across the board. And I think what we saw was very, very little drop-off in production, which tells me two things. They've developed well and that a standard has been set to perform to a certain level if you're going to be a football player at Michigan. And, you know, as, as that has evolved over time, because I think the criticism, and you know this in, in your footprint there as well as anybody, the criticism of the Michigan program was that they could not win big games that mattered. They couldn't beat top 10 teams. And then obviously, you know, struggled uh, to compete with Ohio State. And everybody said, well, how wide is the gap? Well, very clearly, in a short period of time, uh, the gap has closed. It's allowed them to perform better against better opponents on their schedule, win those highly anticipated, anticipated matchups versus top 10 caliber teams, and then you beat Ohio State. So now what do you have? You maybe have the most important thing in all of sport, regardless of sport, and that's confidence. And, you know, instead of going onto the field and wondering if you might win or have a chance to win, I feel like this Michigan team, even with a lot of new faces littered throughout the roster, feels like they take the field and they're going to win the football game. You know, you've used that word team, and the one thing I've noticed from Harbaugh's team's last two years, they seem close, they seem tight, it's that culture. John Beeline, the former Michigan head basketball coach, uh, tweeted out today that in this era of transfer portals and name, image, and likeness money, Michigan still has a culture that puts team first, and that's a rarity. It really is. It's a, it's a huge rarity, and it's becoming more and more rare because, and you just referenced it, we're sitting here two days into the transfer portal, and over 1,000 players have entered the transfer portal. Many of those players have performed, have been some of them high-profile guys that, that have played really, really well, and, and they're looking at the thing from a pure individualistic standpoint of, either an upgrade in status from a draft profile or the opportunity to maybe earn from an NIL perspective somewhere else where you think it might be more lucrative. This Michigan football team seems to look at it from this perspective, and this is what I love. If everybody does their job, then all of that other stuff will take care of itself. I think that's the one thing that gets so glossed over in this 
you know, oh, I, you know, I could get this in NIL or I could get this in recruiting if I sign here, or, you know, uh, all of these sorts of things that all surround the individualism of the player. And the individual player doesn't often realize, well, if I just perform, if I perform, then all of that stuff's going to come anyway. And I think that's one of the things that this Michigan roster seems to really not only understand, but they embrace it. The teams that have openly talked about the amount of money that players make, the one thing I've noticed this year, and I've seen it at times with Ohio State, I've seen it with Alabama, uh, I've seen it with Texas A&M, even Texas, they don't seem to have that visible chemistry that you used to see with powerhouse programs that you see with a Michigan. And unfortunately, this is the ugly side of the transfer portal and of name, image, and likeness. And Huge, we, we could do a four-hour show on, you know, how all of this unfolded, um, the unintended consequences. And I say sometimes, forget the term unintended, just say consequences. Because if you couldn't have seen that some of this stuff was unfold, you had to be living with half a brain. I mean, did, did you not think that this was going to influence the decision of the player? Did you not think that this was going to shift from, wow, where can I go get developed? Where could I, you know, study in the, in an area that I'm really interested in? Do I really like this campus? Do I, can I fit in here socially and athletic, athletically now? And I talk to coaches across America. The first conversation when, when it comes to recruiting, it's not about facilities. It's not about development. It's not about the program. It's not about winning championships. The first conversation is, well, what, what do you guys have in place for name, image, and likeness? Which tells me, that there's no investment on behalf of the player, not all of them, but a, a large portion of them, uh, not only at the high school level, but now that are in the collegiate ranks and, and looking to jump into the portal, there, there's really no adherence to a broader picture, more pieces of the puzzle being in place to make that decision. And I think that's very, very concerning. Tom Luganbill, one of the best college football insiders, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Tommy, great conversation. Thanks for taking 10 minutes with us. We'll talk soon. You bet. Thanks for having me, as always. All right, Tom Luganbill, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be partners uh, with all high schools, little leagues, club teams, pretty much uh, everyone where you see a Meyer, you know they're connected to communities and their sports teams at the youth, high school, and college level all throughout Michigan.